The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head over to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T dot com, and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And finally, we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Get 15% off everything when you use the promo code PLAYOFFS. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. They're also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can also follow me on my other X account. That one is at X. That's at X. I will be posting some free plays on that account over the weekend. But the most significant reason to follow that is because I'm a tracked and transparent handicapper who posts my spreadsheets on that account. So when you go to the pin, pin tweet at LockBettingX, you'll always see my P&L, my profit and loss spreadsheet from the previous month. At the moment, you can see the month of December where we made just shy of four and a half thousand pounds, which once converted is just over six thousand dollars. So that was made in the month of December. But if you want to do further research, you can scroll down the X account or you can simply head over to the website lockbetting.com where all of the other spreadsheets are posted. And after doing that due diligence, doing that research, which I encourage then you can sign up for the service. You can do that at lockbetting.com. If you have any further questions, just shoot me a DM at the X account I mentioned at X. When you look through my spreadsheets, you'll see that I sensibly manage a bankroll. So these guys that can spout, oh, we've made 50 units this month, you've made 60 units this month, when they do rarely have those profitable months, that's because the units are absolutely ridiculous. Um, we usually do half unit or one unit plays. You rarely find two unit plays. And we certainly don't sh- chase one unit losers with two unit plays. Um, you won't find five unit plays on my spreadsheet. You won't find 10 unit plays, 20 unit plays. You won't find a max play, a whale play, a play of the year, a play of the month. None of that nonsense. It's not monopoly money. This is real money. I respect people that want to tail me and follow my picks. So I stake sensibly so that betting is accepted for anybody with a disposable income. If you don't have a disposable income, you probably shouldn't be gambling. But if you do and you want to make this hobby more fun, because that's what this should be. This should be a hobby and it's more fun if it's profitable. So if you want it to be a profitable hobby where you are investing in sports rather than gambling, then as I said, shoot me a DM at the X account at LockBettingX. 
So moving on with this weekend's edition of the EPL show. As I said last weekend, small slate because the games are split up. And um, this weekend, Man United aren't even playing. So there is no episode of Bet MUFC this weekend. So less podcasts to listen to this weekend. Last weekend was an absolute monsoon. Although we do have an edition of the fight show as uh, Sean Strickland defends his title this weekend. We do have Scamessa Italia and we'll also have my reaction to the Champions League draw. I know that show's long overdue. Sometimes I need to take stock and see how many shows I'm actually going to put out for the month because there is a cap on the number of shows that everybody can do here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So, um, yeah, with that cap, I need to make sure that I can fit that show in within the cap. And um, with no better MFC this weekend and with just FA Cup action next weekend, um, it does look like that would be a possibility. So I am going to drop that show and we'll sit on the Euro 2024 one for a little bit longer, looking to get that in this month still. But if it's not possible, we'll be getting that one on in February. So we will still be doing those shows, but you will be getting the Champions League one this weekend because this weekend's a quiet one with just the usual podcast, Messa Italia, and this EPL show that you're listening to. No better MFC, but a bonus edition of the fight show covering the UFC card and of course um, we can slot in that Champions League reaction show along with those podcasts this weekend. So moving on with this edition of the EPL show we did say last weekend because of the small slate we are going to break up the futures and the ones that we left were the relegation ones. However there have been significant complications with this because we don't know at this juncture if Everton are going to be deducted more points or if Nottingham Forest are going to be deducted points. Now, it does seem like it's a bit of a witch hunt at this point with with Everton, who've already been deducted 10 points, yet you've got Man City walking around cheating with 115 violations. Chelsea have admitted to cheating and um, we've not heard any of their cases. But I think the odds at the moment are reflective of Forrest not getting a points deduction and Everton not being docked further points um, because the three leaders in the market are the three teams who came up last season with Sheffield United priced at 1-16, to Burley at 1-3, to minus 300 and Luton, who's certainly been fighting in recent weeks, at 1-2, to minus 200. So despite Luton's fighting... This is actually the best price that we've had on them, and it's still only minus 200. So they are very, very much eschewing for many people to go down. I think the books have got it right. I cannot see past any of these three teams going down. I do think Luton will run out of fights in the end. So I do think this will be the bottom three. Uh, So much so that I would be willing to bet a relegation treble on these three teams, if your books had that available. Now, um, that particular market is currently suspended, but I just find it interesting why they didn't suspend the entire market whilst they didn't know what's going on, and also why there wasn't any kind of change of odds, why the possibility of points deduction is not reflected in these odds, because since that emerged through the media, um, there hasn't been any change in these odds at all. So, obviously, with what's going on, I cannot cover this market as efficiently as I plan to do, Um, but my opinion has not changed. I still think these three will go down. I think if Everton are docked more points, um, they'll still stay up, providing it's not another 10. 
if we're looking at three, four, five, six points, I think they can survive that. I also think Nottingham Forest, based on what we've seen under Nuno Espirito Santo, um, they can also handle a points deduction as well. So I don't think either of these two teams will go down with a minor points deduction, but I'm classing minor as something from three to six points. If it's another 10-point deduction, um, that would obviously be astronomical because that would now reduce Everton, who have got 17 points and should actually have 27 points and should be um, in 12th spot in the table. But if they lose another 10 points, they'll go from 17 to 7 and they will actually be bottom of the league and that may be too difficult to overcome. If it's a six-point deduction, um, which would drop them into 19th spot in the league and would put them behind Luton and Burnley with Luton on 16 points, the team you would have to catch, um, I still think that they would be able to overcome that. I think from this point, Everton are going to earn five more points than Luton, so I think they would stay up. As for Nottingham Forest, if they were given a six-point deduction, that would put them into 14th points. 14th, that put them onto 14 points would push them 18th in the table. I think they would survive that. I do think that they will pick up um, at least two more points than Luton between now and the end of the season, so I think they would survive. I also think Forest would probably survive being given their first 10-point deduction, although I would not want to be um, on this market where I took this relegation treble without knowing what happens to these two teams. So very difficult for me to really talk about that at the moment. Um, one team that is interesting, if Luton can perform a miracle, I'm not actually too interested in Forest or Everton. I'm actually a lot more interested in Crystal Palace because they have uh, been finding it very difficult to score goals. And I can just see they're making a managerial change with Roy Hodgson very, very soon. At 12 to 1, they do stand out to me as a team who, due to their inability to score goals, that could get sucked into this more so than Forrest and Everton, who are playing much better football than Crystal Palace at the moment. So that is the one extra additional thing that I will say about that. Um, before we move on to looking at the weekend slate, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only DraftKings Sportsbook, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for gambling problem. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play it responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. So moving on with the fixtures for the weekend. 
We begin with Arsenal, who are fading in the title race at the moment. As we mentioned last week, they've dropped to third in the market significantly. They're currently 7-1. to one. Third favourite is to win the title, and they have a must-win game at home to Crystal Palace, who we just spoke about. Arsenal coming to this one as the 2-7, minus 350 favourites to win the game. It's 19-4 to four on the draw, and it's 11-1 to one here on Crystal Palace. I cannot see anything but an Arsenal win. And I actually think there'll be a big bounce back here from Arsenal. They have faced some very heavy criticism for their performances. They faced heavy criticism for their lack of goal scoring, um, the lack of goal scoring on the whole. They've been heavily linked to a lot of strikers, Vlajovic from Juventus, Ivan Tony from Brentford, who has not um, who's not ruled out a move to um, any club during this January window. He was interviewed and he did not rule out a move. So perhaps that could be Arsenal's main target. And they do need to find uh, a way to put the ball in the back of the net. I ultimately do think that when you are having that many shots and delivering the XG that Arsenal are, that it will go into the back of the net. It's not like Saka, Havertz, Odegaard, even Inketia and Gabriel Jesus can't score goals, but they've just gone through a very, very dry patch at the moment and I cannot see it continuing. And coming up here against Crystal Palace, a team like Palace, who are obviously inferior to you at the Emirates, where you have been good um, for the most part over the last couple of years, I think this is the right spot to back Arsenal off a rest for Arsenal to win and win by a significant margin. Uh, Arsenal come into this one having won seven of their 10 home games and four of the last five at home. So despite the dip in form, um, the, the bad home, the bad home defeat was just that one against West Ham. Uh, otherwise they have managed to remain solid at home. It's really been on the road where Arsenal have really dwindled. Um, despite those wins though, they've only kept three clean sheets in these 10 home outings that I mentioned. While Crystal Palace, they have scored in five of their last six away days. So, Whilst I do think Arsenal will cover a handicap here, um, the fact that I think Crystal Palace may make a contribution towards the scoring based on data doesn't really give the minus one and a half Asian handicap line too much value. Um, Arsenal minus 1.5 is available at 10 to 11 minus 110. I would be looking to maybe get a little bit of plus money for that. Um, so I was tempted to go in a different direction. I did like Arsenal to score over two and a half goals themselves. Arsenal to really bounce back and score three goals in this game. But um, as I feel Crystal Palace could make a contribution, I think taking Arsenal and over two and a half goals at um, 10 to 11 minus 110 would be a better way to go here because um, that way you don't need Arsenal to score three goals by themselves. And if Arsenal do score three goals by themselves, you cash the selection anyway. It's just a little bit less of a risk because Crystal Palace can help you get over the line by scoring, which they've been able to do in four of the last five away days. And um, also Arsenal, as I mentioned, have only kept three clean sheets in their last 10. But the fact is they've won seven of their 10 home league games. They've won four of the last five. I think coming home here is the right place to to get right. I think doing it against Crystal Palace is the right team. If they create as many chances as they did against Liverpool in the FA Cup, they will score goals here. So my selection for this game is going to be to take Arsenal and to tack on over two and a half goals. You can actually get that even money plus 100. So um, I actually just put that into a bet builder instead of just taking a fixed price. And that did go up to even money plus 100. So that's going to be my lean here for your 12.30p 
p.m. kickoff. The first game in the EPL this weekend, Arsenal and over two and a half goals against Crystal Palace. Up next, we move on to the 5.30 kickoff as Brentford welcome back Ivan Tony to host Nottingham Forest. They are the even money favourites to win the game. It's 13 to 5 on the draw and Nottingham Forest here are an 11 to 4 underdog. With Ivan Tony back in the team and I think he will start. Let's go for the goals here. I'm going to take over two and a half goals as my selection here for this game. Um, I know Brentford are struggling for wins, but they have scored in five successive games coming into this one. Um, whilst over three and a half goals have actually been scored in three of those five matches. Um, it's a similar story for Nottingham Forest, who have scored at least twice in all five of their games since Nuno Espirito Santo's arrival as the manager. And um, he's also awaiting his first clean sheet. So that's a big, big indicator as to the type of style of football they're playing under Nuno. I'm very, very happy with the price we're getting here as well on the over. We're getting 10 to 11 on over two and a half goals and 10 to 11 on under two and a half goals. Um, What part of that data screams under? What tells you that this game is going to go under when you look at the style of football that these two teams play, the managers that they have, the the personnel that they have um, with Ivan Tony on the pitch and Nottingham Forest scoring goals for fun at the moment under Nuno Spirito Santo playing a front foot style of football. Um, I just don't think there's any value on the under at all. I love getting 10 to 11 minus 110 here on the over and we're going to make that our selection here for this game. We're going to take over two and a half goals for the late game on Saturday between Brentford and Nottingham Forest. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Let me also utilise this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, as Underdog has a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and you can cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Moving on to Sunday and we begin with the game here between Sheffield United and West Ham. Obviously, we covered the relegation odds at the top of the show and Sheffield United are the clear favourites to go down this season. They're the 5-2 underdogs here at home against West Ham. It's 23-10 on the draw and West Ham here are the 11-10 favourites. A little bit of a weird bet here, not one that we usually do and also it does go against the data. I like the under two and a half goals here and I specifically like West Ham to go under their team total of one and a half. I don't believe that West Ham are going to be able to score 
a couple of goals in this game. First of all, Sheffield United set up very defensively and make themselves difficult to break down. They try and keep things tight. They try to nick a goal on the break or on the counter and it makes it very difficult for teams to break them down. And I think West Ham are going to find it particularly difficult to break them down given the fact that they haven't been scoring goals recently because they have injuries and a lot of players at the African nations, including Mohamed Kudus, who's a key man for them. Uh, they're also missing Paqueta at the moment as well. So I believe that they are going to struggle to score goals based on their recent history, not based on what they've done this season. Because if you look at the data, this game could easily go over. You have a Sheffield United team who have scored in five of the last six home games, while West Ham have conceded in eight of the last ten, but have scored themselves in nine of their ten away league fixtures. So this could be a game that produces goals. This could be a game where the data tells you BTTS could be in play. But I just think West Ham are struggling at the moment. For me, this is a situational handicap based on the fact that West Ham have injuries. I've not liked what I've seen from them recently. They've just exited the FA Cup as well, failing to score a goal in that game against low league opposition. So I just feel it's a good time to fade West Ham. I think Sheffield United could get something from this game. But the way I'm choosing to bet this is simply to take West Ham to not score two goals in this game. If you look at the last two games West Ham have played, they only managed to score once against Bristol City in three hours of football. They they scored once at home to Bristol City. That was an early goal by Jared Bowen. They then were held to no goals by Bristol City in the replay where they exited via a 1-0 scoreline. Prior to that, they had a 0-0 draw against Brighton. Prior to that, of course, was the away win against Arsenal. But with their players missing, January's been a very, very dry month for West Ham, producing just one goal in their last three games. I don't see them turning up and suddenly finding the formula to score twice. So you'll play for this game. Not one that we usually take, but definitely one that stands out for me and that I like this weekend. We're going to take West Ham to go under their team total. It is a juice selection at 45 minus 125. The West Ham team total to go over one and a half is an even money plus 100. But um, I'm going to take the under here. Don't see two goals from West Ham. Don't see three goals in this game. I also like under two and a half goals. But just for a change, we're going to take the West Ham team total play instead. Under 1.5 goals for West Ham is my lean here for this one. Up next, the final game on Sunday sees Liverpool travelling to Bournemouth. Now, Liverpool are without Mo Salah. And Mo Salah also picked up an injury in the African Nations Cup playing for Egypt. So we don't know, as we're recording this, what the status of Mo Salah is, as it just happened a few hours ago. Now, I'm not sure what the odds would have been on Liverpool if Salah was playing. I don't feel like they've adjusted them enough. They've got Liverpool as a 4-6, to six, one, minus 150 favourite here. It's 16-5 on the draw and it's 7-2 to two here on Bournemouth. I actually believe Bournemouth could get something here from this game. I certainly like taking a goals angle here. Now, over two and a half goals is too juiced at one to two minus 200. If you're looking at both teams to score, you're also having to take a lot of juice here as well because it's at the same price, one to two minus 200. But if you combine the two selections together, you get a much nicer price of four to five minus 125. And that's the direction I'm going to go in here for this one. I see both teams scoring. I see goals at both ends, even though Mo Salah's not going to be there. But um, I just don't see Liverpool 
scoring maybe the two, three goals that they need. Well, I do see them doing it, but I'm just not comfortable taking Liverpool to score enough goals here to beat this Bournemouth team, as I think Bournemouth will definitely score. This is a Bournemouth team who have scored 22 goals across their last nine competitive games. And face a Liverpool side who have the second best attacking record in the Premier League. Um, but that's largely been down to, to Mo Salah. And the Reds also have seen BTTS cash in four of their last six outings. Bournemouth come into this one having only lost one of their last nine matches and played out a 2-2 draw at home to Aston Villa last month. While Liverpool have drawn two of their last four Premier League assignments. So I do believe this could be heading towards another draw. Would not surprise me to see Bournemouth being able to score a couple of goals here. And if they can score a couple of goals, can Liverpool um, score three goals to make sure they win this game? At the end of the day, to cash this selection, we only need the teams to both score and we just need one team to win it. And I'm quite comfortable taking BTTS with over two and a half goals here with or without Mo Salah. I'm much more comfortable taking that than I am taking Liverpool at the short money line price. And I'm also not willing to back Bournemouth to avoid a defeat here just because Mo Salah's not there. Because what you see sometimes in situations such as what you've seen with Tottenham Hotspurs is certain players step up. Players step up in the absence of Song, in the absence of Madison. Perhaps we can see uh, more impact here from Luis Diaz. Maybe we can see Darwin Nunes actually putting the ball in the back of the net. It's not like going with um, Nunes, Jota and... Um, and Diaz is a poor strike force. Liverpool still have a lot of strength and a lot of capability there to, to punish you. So I'm just going to go with over two and a half goals with BTTS for my selection here. And we take it at the price of four to five minus 125 here for this one. Before we close out with the lock here on the show, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrfbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Let me also take this time to tell you guys about the SGPN merch store where we have 15% off everything in the store now until the end of the month when you use the promo code PLAYOFFS. We're actually competing against other shows for a bonus. So make sure you pick out your favourite soccer gambling podcast item. There are hoodies and T-shirts available. I actually have them all in my in my house. I wear them all the time. Um, so make sure you support the show. We don't charge you anything here for the picks. This show has been absolutely phenomenal this season. So show your support by getting yourself a decent item of clothing to wear because it's good quality shit. I, as I said, I wear it all the time. Uh, support the show. Head over to the store and pick up yourselves a soccer gambling podcast t-shirt, hoodie or whatever you fancy. So closing out with your lock on the show. I'm going to take the play on West Ham to go under their team total of under one and a half. Something different this week. Um, I was tempted to find something in the Arsenal game, but nothing really stood out. Um, the over two and a half goals in the Brentford-Nottingham Forest game is risky simply because Ivan Tony could be rusty and a lot of it centres around him. And the data, whilst it is significant, we could see these two teams cancel each other out with both of them liking to play counter-attacking football. So someone's going to have to be on the front foot. 
And these two teams, as I said, like to counterattack once the other team are on the front foot. And if no one's on the front foot, it could lead to the two teams cancelling each other out for the first 30, 45 minutes, which isn't a good position for an over. We could probably get a better price in running than the 10 to 11 we're starting with. Although, as I said, we have great supporting data for the over from the start. And I do think it will land. I just think it might take a little bit of time for the game to open up. Plus, as I said, we don't know how much rust there is on Ivan Tony. So I've decided to go with the West Ham play that we talked about. They have only scored one goal in the last three games. I don't see how that's going to improve against Sheffield United. They set up very, very defensively. They'll certainly be looking to get points from this game. They will set up to frustrate West Ham. They're going to make themselves very difficult to break down. And they'll be looking to create chances the same way that Bristol City were able to score on West Ham in the last two games. Sheffield United will fancy their chances, but they'll need to keep the back door close and West Ham missing key players. I think they're more than capable of doing that, more so than they would be if West Ham had all their personnel there. But they have major absentees because of the African nations and because of injuries as well. I think it's a great time to play West Ham. And whilst I'm not saying Sheffield United are going to win this game, I'm not even saying they're going to avoid a defeat. I just don't see West Ham, a team who've only scored one goal in their last three games and two of those games were against Bristol City as well. Lower league opposition suddenly coming to Sheffield United, which is a difficult place to go once the crowd are behind you and suddenly scoring a couple of goals and being a free scoring team. So once again, your lock here on the show, one that we don't usually do. But we are doing it here. It's West Ham to go under their team total. West Ham under one and a half goals. And we take that selection as our lock at the price of four to five minus 125. That's it for me and this edition of the EPL show. Next weekend, we have the FA Cup. So we'll be back for that. Until then, good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.